Welcome to the My Inner Tiger podcast. I'm your host, Sydney D. Camella. I'm also a wife, mother, master life coach, course creator, and spiritual Sherpa. Over the past few years, I have overcome extreme anxiety, depression, addiction, infertility, and chronic illness. And as a result, I've made it my life's mission to teach other women like you that no matter what battle you're up against, you have an inner tiger, a power within to create and manifest whatever your heart desires. If you are tired of being a victim and ready to be boss of your life, you have come to the right place. Each episode, I'm going to share tools, teachings, and techniques I have used and taught countless other women so that together we can create a life beyond our wildest dreams. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that your inner tiger is just waiting to be unleashed. I'm so happy you've tuned in. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the My Inner Tiger podcast. I am beyond, (laughs) beyond excited about today's guest. We have been trying to schedule this for a couple months now, I think. And um, I have with me today, Lauren of Love. That's her name on Instagram, which is where I originally found her. (laughs) Um, A friend of mine forwarded a post to me and was like, you need to follow this girl. And so I started following her and I just absolutely fell in love with her. Um, I feel like I resonate with her on so many levels, spiritually, emotionally, emotionally. just, you know, our, our history and our life, sort of, we have some similar, similar experiences. We've gone through similar challenges. And so I reached out to her just soon after I found her and said, would you please be on my podcast? Because I need your energy in my life. <laughs> basically. And so, um, I'm going to have Lauren actually tell you her story because I will butcher it. And she's just so good at speaking in general. So I'm just going to let her do the honors of telling everyone who she is and what her story is. And um, yeah, so Lauren, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. You said the name of the podcast and I just got full body chills, the inner tiger. Oh my gosh. So beautiful. This, let me really quickly tell you how I came up with that name because it's it's really cool. Um, in the hospital in the ICU when I was in kidney failure just after giving birth, I had this this energy come over me. This like I mean I couldn't move my body, mind you. I had fifty pounds of fluid on me. I, I could not roll over. I couldn't do anything. And all of a sudden, this energy just came over me. This fierceness, like like this beast energy. Right. And I literally growled, I growled (laughs) out loud or like roared or something. It wasn't a girl, it was more of a roar and just like, ah, you know, came out and was shaking and it was so powerful. I wanted to remember it. I took a selfie. Um, so I would never forget the feeling. And so, um, and coming up with the name for this podcast, um, talking to my marketing girl, we basically, I told her that story and she was like, well, (laughs) there you go. That is a powerful story. So that's how we came up with my inner tiger. So I just want to share that with you. I love it. You know, it's so funny this weekend I was in ceremony and uh, I sang a song that I've written um, and there's a line in there about the tiger. So it's just so 
cool that like that was just this weekend and now we're here talking on this platform that's all in honor of that wild empowered roar you know that it just feels really good and synchronistic to be here today so thank you for doing this work mm -hmm. yes so tell us a little bit about who you are Lauren um so I'm a human hey what's up just like everybody else you know um I am a spiritual teacher a self-healer guide for women who are on that path of trying to rewrite their reality in some way, shape or form. I, I think for, you know, so many women, there's this real awareness of the life they have and the desire to have something different, whether that is in the dynamics of their relationships or in the dynamics of their health or their financial reality. And, uh, you know, for so long, I was really on this path of kind of living life the way that I was conditioned to believe was important, you know, going to school, getting a great job, um, getting the white picket fence, getting the house and the family and, you know, doing all of these things that I didn't really understand um, or have the clarity on why these things were desires. It was just because this is what you were taught to do, right? Get the great job and, you know, um, make sure you have the 401k and the health insurance and all these things that were like, you know, the societal priorities. And I did all of that and realized that I wasn't actually fulfilled. I wasn't following my own joy. I was working as a TV producer for CBS News feeling like, you know, on paper, I had this really successful career and everybody was impressed by the famous people I got to interview or the type of work I got to do every day, the fact that my creativity was seen on television, but really ultimately I had this deeper longing to do more mission-based work. I wanted to help people with my ability to tell story and to share my life experiences and what I had been through. And I had been through so much, you know, like I think a lot of women in their years of becoming the empowered woman, you know, we, we face these challenges and these obstacles. And I had been through a lot of mental illness throughout my young teenage years into adulthood, a lot of financial hardship, um, relationship abuse. And I just realized that all of these things that I had been through were really meant to be shared and to help other women overcome things that they were going through in their life. So I took a big leap. I quit my job. This was back in 2015 after I had had um, a very deep spiritual awakening in Sedona. I didn't understand that that's what it was, but it was like, whew, like full wake up and um, just took massive action and created a online platform. And then like, probably I would say after you know, three years or so, I was chasing again, kind of the same programming from corporate life, which was very significance driven, you know, make a lot of money. So people see you as successful and you made $30,000 this month. Okay. Now do 80 and now do a hundred. And it was just this like push to always be achieving, to feel uh, successful. And, and I had this, um, really aggressive masculine drive. And I noticed that I started to experience these health challenges that were coming up, um, went through a really, really big dark night, probably about three years ago or two and a half years ago. 
where my body just started to deteriorate and I was unable to walk, um, was unable to drive, uh, had this skin on fire rash that just plagued me. And I felt like no amount of money was ever going to satisfy or heal this like wounding that I was experiencing within myself. And I realized I needed to go on a very deep healing journey. So I abandoned the business structure that I had at the time, uh, took another big leap and went deep into my spiritual study, went deep into my connection with source and plant medicine and inner work and birthed really this new entity or this new identity within myself founded the HEAL program and uh, has really been on this path of recognizing that what we actually really want for ourselves is true happiness and fulfillment, you know, peace. It's not about the accomplishments or the things that we get to say we have achieved. It's really about wholeness within ourselves. And so that's really what I stand for today is that identity of being at home with who you are and being in a place where we have uh, true power to rewrite anything that is a struggle for us. And um, that's the work I get to do with women today. And it's such an honor. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's so beautiful. Oh, I love it. So I want to dive a little bit deeper into, um, into some stuff. So you were, so let's talk. So Okay, back it up to where you were not the first, not the CBS job, but the next built your own career, you know, were very money driven focus, right? Um, at what point did you start to recognize like something really wasn't wrong? Was it just like your physical illness or were you unhappy? Like, yeah, I think it was kind of a combination of all of, all of it. Like, Um, so, so just to give you the background, I was running at the time, you know, I started my career with personal development focused work and I'm very much a Capricorn. I have five planets in Capricorn. I'm so the, uh, the business achievement task oriented type of energy that runs through me really strong. And after I built, um, a really successful multiple six figure brand in personal development, people started to come to me and say, Hey, teach me how to grow my business. Teach you've done this. How do I do this? And so I followed that that money and I I made this decision to build a whole brand of just focusing on business development. And I started to recognize that this was really unfulfilling to me because I was attracting a lot of women who felt like money was the answer that you know they had dysfunctional marriages and they would be so obsessed with making enough money but they were also petrified of leaving their marriages. And so they would self-sabotage and prevent themselves from achieving success because they weren't looking at their core wounds. And things like this were happening over and over again, where women were just thinking that money was the solution. And that was a mirror for how I was showing up in my life. I thought money was just the solution, you know? So um, back in like 2000, gosh, we're in 2021. It was probably 2018, Um, I went and uh, facilitated my very first in-person retreat. It was called the Unleash Retreat. And this spirit, this energy came through me and how I was facilitating. And one of my employees who was there, she said, Lauren, you're not a business coach. You are a spiritual teacher. And I said, no, 
(laughs) I remember, you know, and I think this is, this is so true for so many people, like the biggest open, we see an open door of possibility for something really great that we can step into. And our first reaction is to completely reject it. We're like, no, like that's crazy. I can't do that. And so that's kind of where it all started for me because I had this knowing that following that path and being of service in that way felt really scary, felt uncomfortable, felt outside of my abilities, felt really, um, very, very scary, you know, to step into such a responsible, such an element of responsibility. And I think that for, for me, and I often see this within clients, it's like the resistance of what, you know, is actually your, what's meant for your soul. And we reject it and we push it away. This is when the universe starts to get like almost aggressive with us, right? Like, Hey, listen, are you listening? Right? Like this is for you, like put your big girl pants on and do this. And so when I resisted that, um, that's kind of where everything started for me. And it was at the same time that I was being invited into the study of plant medicine. And I was getting curious about that as well. And, um, you know, so it was, it was kind of this unfolding over the next year or so after that point where my physical health was deteriorating, my lack of fulfillment was starting to grow my awareness around, you know, what I had built and how it wasn't really serving me anymore. It was all accumulating. And it's like, um, you know, there's that saying first, the universe sends you a feather as, as a sign you ignore it, then it sends you a brick and it throws it at you and you ignore it. Then it sends you a Mack truck, you know, and it just keeps hitting you. And, um, yeah, I just kept resisting and resisting and getting sicker and sicker. And then finally I just decided it was time to surrender and go into that path and, uh, have not looked back since. Ah, surrender. One of my favorite words. <laughs> yeah. The heart, one of the hardest too. Yes. The hardest. Um, what was your surrendering process like? Whew, what was my surrendering process like? Um, well, you know, I, I think for me, uh, it got to a point where I felt like I really didn't have a choice. Like, um, I think that in the beginning it was, I was surrendering to the ideas. First, I would not welcome any of it you know, I would resist and push away, but then the voices kind of got louder and I started to entertain. Okay. Well, like, what would this look like if I did do this? And I started to think about the possibilities and, um, surrendering. I think the biggest part of it was abandoning, um, my need to feel safe, you know, and, and really detaching from the idea that, um, what I had built and what I had become was all there to be permanent. You know, I think sometimes we reach this level of satisfaction or this level of uh, achievement in some way and we get there and we're like, oh, it's safe. Here I am. I know this to be true. This is, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what my world looks like. But uh, surrendering is really being able to say, yes, that's true. And there maybe is this other thing coming and can I be open to it and can I receive it? Uh, surrendering for me looked like leaving my life. Uh, I was living here in Connecticut and was really sick and made a decision to go to Sedona for seven months and deepen my study and take all of my sales and marketing and 
business strategy off the table to just really work on myself, putting myself first. That was a big, big part of it. And um, being open to the miracles, you know, um, I think when we're healing and we're trying to take care of our bodies, my body was so sick and it felt, you know, so hopeless, but at some point I needed to be able to um, trust and listen and be aware of like the signs and the synchronicities that were coming to me that were giving me opportunities. Um, and yeah, just a little bit at a time, you know, one step at a time, slowly seeing like following the curiosity. I think that's a big thing for surrendering is trusting that like you can surrender and be like, all right, I surrender. It is what it is, you know, and just really sulk in your misery essentially. But this isn't really what surrender is. Surrender is about trusting your inner knowing to guide you in movement and to take accountability and take action. So showing up for yourself with the fullest belief that your prayers will be realized and trusting what comes to you in that process, like the invitations to sit with certain plant medicines or the book that had the big breakthroughs for me that just showed up on a shelf one day, you know, like just trusting what's in front of you and being a real listener and a, a real open conduit for the divine or for sacred um, source, universal um, knowledge as it comes to you. So yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's kind of, you know, a little bit of both. You're, you're letting go and giving up control, but you're also showing up and finding the balance between those two. That's beautiful. For surrender, for me, what surrender has looked like recently, and it's been my my big lesson, I'd say, in the past couple of months. For a long time, I've been I've been trying to heal, 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 heal. So I've been reaching out, reaching out to all these external things, right? So it's like, you know, do this modality, this modality, this modality, this modality, you know, for heal, 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 heal my body. And yeah, it got me it they all helped right in this in some level but my most recent message from the divine was you have to let go you have to just surrender and stop trying to control it all because it's just going to happen without anything to do with you and so that's what <clears throat> my surrender has looked like for me is just trust and let go so i i stopped looking at my numbers recently i just let it go. And I was wondering if in your healing journey, did you have, you know, you, you said you had a, a rash all over your body. Like, did you just, you were in so much pain Were you just like, what else can I do? What else can I do? Was there ever a point where you had to just let go or? Yeah. So, um, I think that, oh, there's so much coming through on this topic. Can I speak freely? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> So um, we are very much conditioned in this society to be problem solvers. It's this deep programming that exists within us from a number of different things, ancestral lineage, you know, like so many of our lines, if we go back and think about how our grandmothers lived or how their grandparents lived, or, you know, there's like this root of suffering that kind of moves through um, us today because of what our families have carried. It's also true that we are big problem solvers and it's a programming for us because we've been through so many difficult things in our lives, especially as young children. Um, and that's a big element of what the root of the HEAL program is, right? Because 
both of these things, ancestral trauma, childhood trauma, right? These are things that start to make us believe that we are not safe, that there's always something that we have to fix. And so as we grow up, we develop this really, um, there's a shadow and a light side to everything, right? You know, there's a beautiful light to being an advocate for your empowerment and to solve problems and to achieve and fix. Um, but there's also this destructive shadow where if we become so obsessed with fixing the physical external reality, we forget or dismiss what's actually going on internally that is creating that, you know, and we get so up, we go, oh, the numbers, oh, the numbers, oh, the numbers. And we're just looking at that. Or we go, oh, the skin rash, the skin rash, this, and we just focus on that, right? And what's actually really happening if we surrender and we go inward and we really look at ourselves, we can start to explore what internally is illuminating this issue. You know, skin on fire rash, right? Like that was a big symptom for me. And I think, you know, I imagine you have a lot of women who go through health difficulty listening to the podcast, I assume, you know, because we attract such an old version of ourselves, you know, um, but because of our fight or flight, because of our ancestral carryings, because of our childhood trauma, when these things start to happen, we see them as problems we are trying to solve. But really what's actually happening is the 3D world is illuminating to us a dysfunction that exists internally. Does that make sense? Yeah. So um, surrendering is about being able, when you're on your healing path, whether you are healing your body, your finances, your relationships, or all of these things, it's about seeing that dysfunction externally and saying, okay, what is going on within me that's creating these issues? Because these are not uh, problems to be solved. They are symptoms. They are alerts. They are radio signals of like what's happening here that needs to be fixed. And oftentimes one of the biggest things is the trauma. It's like, what, what have you carried in your life that has created certain belief systems for you that is now being illuminated to you as something you need to continue to heal because that part of you has not been integrated properly. So we're going back and looking at like, what are the things that I didn't integrate properly? And so when my skin on fire rash happened, like I, this is such a good conversation. I'm like loving this. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, here with you. <laughs> when, when that thing happened, I spent so much time, like girl, I bet, did you read all the books? Were you like, researching constantly and like trying oh. to find oh my god yeah <laughs> forever yeah. Um, I, re I read like did you read uh the medical medium books was that like a big thing for Part you of them, yes <laughs> I tried everything girl I tried everything <laughs> yeah like coffee enemas cool let's do it acupuncture yeah let's you know like sweat like I'm gonna sit in a sauna okay like yeah you start to like see these tools and like Quite honestly, I think what that's all about is the universe is trying to like, when did, when did your kidney thing happen? What year? November, 2019. Yeah. So this is also something very interesting to pay attention to collectively. If you talk to people, um, majority of them are going to say 
2018, 2019, like what else happened in the world during that time? COVID. Right. But yeah. So this is like a huge illumination, like yeah. on a global scale. Totally. Like, totally. Right. It's all connected. It's all connected. And it's so beautiful. And so many people are like looking at it from the suffering perspective because they're so wrapped up in the physical. And then we're over here and we're like, like those people are like, the world is so terrible and oh my God, it's so scary. And like, they're, they're in deep perspective of looking at the 3D. Us, we, we start with just us and we're like, yeah, that's going on in the world, but I'm like dying over here. You know what I mean? Like, truthfully, like, so anyway, I'm so I know COVID never even phased me (laughs) like at all. I'm like, oh yeah, we're in that. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm physically dying over here. Like this is, yeah. So anyway, so, um, part of like what's happening for us is we're being initiated into a greater understanding of the sacred body and how to build relationship with it. And we're being put in these tests that teach us how to rewrite. And so acupuncture, that is now a tool that you didn't have before. Congratulations. That's awesome. When you heal completely and you're on the other side, you know, you have a tool for your off days or that tension in your neck, you know? And so we're just being initiated and uh, the physical illnesses, everything has a deeper meaning. And when you find the meaning and you rewrite the meaning, the illness goes away. Mm. So anyway. I like saying rewriting the meaning. The meaning. That's, whew, that's powerful. What did you, can I ask what, what that means for you? Like when you started having all these things, like what was the meaning versus like what it is now? Well, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been a lot of things. Um, I think in the beginning it was, it will, it all, it all started off. It always is based around fear. So, I mean, I was a very afraid, just of course, as a child, like everything scared me. Snowmen scared me. Beards scared me. Like my whole family still jokes, but like scared. Like I was just the most afraid little kid for whatever reason. And, um, I would see spirits and, you know, so I had all that going on. And so I just really, I was very, very sensitive and I am Pisces all day long. So I rebelled against all of that and kind of went way into like drugs and alcohol and, you know, it's a very functioning alcoholic for a long time just to escape all of it. So, you know, I had lots of mental, <clears throat> you know, mental issues and emotional issues and a very challenged relationship with my mother and my father was an alcoholic. So it was like, you know, it's pretty storybook really <laughs> for, for where I am today uh, or where I was. And so when all of this happened, I hit you know, it's, it started with my infertility was probably my brick. <laughs> um, infertility was my brick. And then the kidney failure was my boulder for sure. Um, and so it all made sense. And I just, you know, as it was all happening, I'm like, it's all about learning to get rid of the fear, learning to love myself, to heal old wounds, um, to come into myself, to find my power right? Um, it, but, you know, different seasons, I think since it's all happened, it's been about different things. So, um, you know, and I've done a lot of deep work. I've, I've done a lot of trauma work. 
I think what's really fascinating, and before we started recording, is that you did a confirmate, you confirmed the plant medicine thing for me because I've wanted to go so much deeper and I haven't known how. You know, I mean, I've had the training, I've read the books, I've done the seminars, I've done, I've done so much work. You know, I've even started the business, I've even started to put stuff out there, you know, and it's like I'm so ready to go deeper and I'm so excited. <laughs> That we get to have these plant medicine conversations after this, just throwing it out there. But well, I mean, we can also dive into it here if you feel like that's something that would be beneficial to talk about in the recording, because I think it's something that um, I have become very known for in this space. You know, the awareness that um, yes, like I channeled, I channeled a healed process through the medicine right? Like that's, that's an element that I don't often talk about is that like this 12 step method and this process, I, when I was on the other side, so, okay. Can I, can I share something with you a little bit more about my narrative that I think is important to this dialogue? Cool. This, I hope that we sink in as long as we need to, because this is so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. It's like soul nourishing for me. Cause like, I just got back from a big ceremony sit this weekend and I'm my, my card and message that I pulled for that prayer. Um, and I guardian now, right. That's something I want to speak to too. Like in these places of medicine, I'm assisting, right. I'm not just in it to receive it, but, uh, it's a deep prayer of mine to help people and bring people to the medicine because it was huge for me. Uh, I was sitting with combo medicine for a really long time. Combo is this tree frog of the jungle. And it's a medicine that actually um, ayahuasqueros and curanderas, people who have been sitting with the medicine indigenous tribes for years, they were sitting with just ayahuasca. And then the, uh, the white man came and all this illness just branched out. People were getting sick, weird things, right? kind of what's happening now, right? Right, right, right. Right? All of these like <laughs> spiritual souls that are, you know, lineages of in ancestral in in past lives, you know, like we're all just around the world now. In uh anyway, I come back <laughs> to this because that's the whole I'm right there with you though, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. oh my God. Okay. So I was really sick. My body was failing me. I went to Sedona on a girls trip that I had on my schedule that I couldn't. Could, I couldn't miss it. I was like, I'm he, I'm healthy enough to do this, but God, dude, I I threw up on the plane. Like I, my body was so sick. Flying was really challenging for me, but I got myself there and I had been on, at the time I was on five different antibiotics for uh, parasites and uh, the rash and uh, what else? The fatigue, like I didn't, wasn't taking medication for that, but I had all these Lyme disease bacterias. I had, I got diagnosed, found out I had Lyme, Babesia, Borrelia, Anoplasmosis, which are all these co-infections that um, are actually government made. There's a whole dialogue around that if anybody needs to know more. Um, but yeah, so I went to this girl's trip and we had all sat with ayahuasca together once and we were coming back and you know, talking that we're now like so deep in our spirituality and all this study. And every time we come together, some big explosion of magic happens after. And we were there and my friend Catherine's in Kina, she said, 
um, oh, there's this guy in town that serves combo. And I think it would be really good for you because I was having huge health issues. And I sat and I got this message from spirit. You asked me about surrendering in the medicine. I sat at the front and I was like, let's do this. And combo is a body medicine. And um, all these tribes, when they got sick, they found combo, like spirit gave them this message, said, go to the jungle, get this frog, take the, the milk off the back of the frog, burn your skin and put the medicine on your skin. And that's what they did. And all the, everybody started healing. And so this medicine has been known to heal AIDS. It's been known to heal cancer. It's been uh, blood issues, like the miracles that exist behind this medicine is so profound, but it's not just because it is a detoxifier of the body. It's because it's also a spirit and it has a really strong message and it's here uh, when you work with it in a spiritual way, it's here to transform your entire energy. So I did this one sit and I got this message from spirit. She said, you need to come back here and you need to stay for a long term. And I was like, I can't do that. I have three dogs. I have my husband. We own a home. My financials like create, are you serious? I can't do something like that. And I had a launch coming up and I was like, all right, spirit, if I'm meant to do this, make this launch really big totally detached, make this launch really big and I'll go. And the first day of our open cart, we did the amount of money that we used to do in an entire five-day launch. I made $126,000 in a day. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? And I fell to my, fell to my knees, sobbed, told my husband, got him on board, went to Sedona and sat with combo 50 times. Like I started self-serving the medicine, I started serving other people the medicine. It is now at the center of my altar. Wow. Anyway, I don't know. I'm so sorry. I'm talking so much, Perfect. but um, the plant, plant medicines have been huge. And I had this purge, this experience after studying for so long. I was in my prayers, in my medicine. I was trying to purge something that was uh, happening because that's what the medicine does. It makes you purge. Like you will, you'll poop or you'll vomit or both. And it's getting something out of your body that's not supposed to be there. Super cool. Um, so yeah, so I just kept doing that. And one day Lyme disease was gone and I heard that message and all my symptoms went away and I never had them ever since. It's a true miracle. And uh, ayahuasca told me that I was going to take what I had learned through these medicines and design a program. So I went into prayer one day and I channeled it and that's what the heal program is today. It's like a birthed process that was not mine, right? It was given to me. So yeah, that's, that's the story. <laughs> so let's talk about plant medicine. What do you want to know? So exciting. I mean, I, can I just tell you that I feel like lights are going on all around my room. I have chills. Like, it's like, Sydney, this is your answer. I, <laughs> this is so just for me. So I'm glad other people get to listen, but this is totally for me. <laughs> for everybody. This is great. This is for everybody. And definitely for me. Um, yeah. It's, a, it's like, I've been really the past week. I've just been really like, what is it? What am I supposed, what do I need to do? There's something to take me to the next level. I don't know what it is. I've dug into everything and um, plant medicine and it keeps coming up and up and up in my intuition. But I keep thinking 
it's not safe for my kidneys. What if it's not safe for my kidneys? You know, and no one, I haven't known who to talk to about that. Um, you want to talk to somebody who serves the medicine about that right? and okay. see yeah. how, see how you feel in that dialogue. Yeah. Um, because like, you know, just, a, just an example, I have a friend right now, she's um, seven months pregnant and she's a guardian and she sits with the medicine and she's pregnant and she has this knowing that the medicine isn't for, is for the baby. And the issue that we have with a lot of these things is they haven't been tested, you know, but your spirit has a knowing of what's right for you. And that's the first step of actually healing. Like what you're saying, when you say, nobody can tell me if it's safe for me. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, you, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. So yeah. It's a really good study. Um, and I, I just want to share one story that I think would be really helpful for you to hear that's coming through is like something we should talk about. Um, I have a client right now, she's amazing sister. We'll just call her D. Um, and she, uh, came to the medicine and her first sit was with me and, uh, she is having a lot of body health issues and things like that. And in the medicine, she had a realization that she was molested at the age of three. And when you're telling me you're afraid of men with white beards, or you're, you had a lot of fear as a child, oftentimes that's because there was an experience where we didn't feel safe with the masculine and, and, and it can look different. It can be like a little boy bullied you at the park and you were six and they like fucked you up. You know what I mean? It's traumatic then. So part of like, part of this medicine is that it removes a lot of the ego-based block that we operate in to really go in and navigate. Um, and so I think that when you know how to heal, like you can be somebody who sits in medicine and is not navigating, right? Because integration is the most important part, like what you do with that information. Um, yeah, or you can be somebody that actually like uses it to change their life. And I like the second one, <laughs> what we're all doing. So right. uh, yeah. Okay. Where do we go from here, sister? What do you want to talk about? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, um, I, I just want to share what's coming up for me is that, you know, I said in the beginning of this episode, how I feel so connected to you. And we've been through some of the same things. And I've been look like reading through lots of your posts and going back to even stuff that you'd posted before, you know, before I found you. And I'm like, man, she's just, I love where she is right now. She's where I see where you were and I see where you are. And I was, I'm like, you know, what did she do to get there? You know, And I just love that this, this plant medicine, seriously, I mean, what's coming through for me right now is like, is Sydney, you've got to do plant medicine. Like this is what you need. And I'm just very excited that that makes sense for me right now. <clears throat> yeah. It's making sense for a lot of people in this day and age, because I think that, um, the old way has not been uh, solution providing, Correct. you know, it's, it's like we develop awareness from the books we read and we have sort of these experiences with meditation every once in a while. And, you know, like we're not grounded into our spiritual reality. And it's one of the most important dynamics to functioning well in the world is having a deep spiritual connection. Um, 
whatever that looks like for you. Right. Right. Like it's different for everyone. And I think the call to go and sit with the plants is because a lot of us, uh, just a, a spiritual perspective on this that um, may or may not be for everybody, but I think it's a, it's a really powerful perspective to have. Our mother earth, we're connected to everything, right? We've established that <laughs> everything is us. We are the universe. We are the earth. And like the earth is really sick right now. Yes. Like on a physical level, like there, one, my earliest ayahuasca ceremonies was me crying for the earth and feeling that it was a ceremony where I was the earth and I felt her oceans and I felt her jungles and I felt her volcanoes. And it was like, oh my God. And the earth right now needs healing, which means that we need more people to be in respect of her. And that was one of the biggest things that changed for me was when I started to respect myself because I was healing and I started to respect the earth because I was sitting with such sacred medicine that was allowing me to do that. It was like, oh my God, I started to care for the earth more. Mm. And I like wouldn't use plastic bags and would start recycling and made a compost on my property. And like, so this is all part of a greater plan. Mm you know, everything that's kind of moving through and we're drawn to the plants because the earth needs her allies and the plants are our allies. They're here to help us because when they teach us how to help ourselves, we then help the earth. So it's like mushrooms, ayahuasca, bufo, combo, hape, sananga. These are all medicines that are here to bring us back home, mm. right? And that's that first step of healing trauma, releasing what's not ours letting go of old paradigms and stories like plant medicine is a modality to actually do that. Right. Not just to observe it. So, right. There yeah. you go. To actually do it. Yes. yes. Not for, and not for everybody. Right. It's a, it takes a very brave person to like sit with these medicines. My it's scary. Yeah, it the changes you have no, you have no idea who you're going to be on the other side, you know? So yeah, it's cool. Right. Oof. This is such a good conversation. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. What do you, are there things that you want to know about sitting with medicine at all? I mean, I know we're, we're diving in. It's been an hour. If you feel called to wrap up, we could do that too, but I'm loving this. <laughs> um, I, well, I personally do know, I feel like I do know a lot about it, but um, what do you, what can you share with some of the listeners? Like, what are some of the, you know, what's the experience like? Yeah. So, um, for ayahuasca or for, for combo? Both. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So combo is like, uh, as a body focused medicine. So, um, the experience physically and the body is difficult. Like you use combo as a medicine that you, they call it a medicine of sovereignty. It purges what no longer serves you and calls in what your heart really desires. Right. So you purge and that's the whole point of the medicine is the frog. If you have, you go in with a prayer and you say, well, what is my prayer? I'm here to purge this. I'm here to purge that. Maybe it's your fear of failure or your scarcity or your health issues, but you bring it. And when the medicine's on you and you're in prayer, you may get visions of certain experiences you've had in your life. You may, um, yeah, get emotions, things that are trying to come out. You may feel physical body shaking in certain areas of your body. 
and you communicate with that and ask, oh my God, my hip's shaking crazy. What's in my hip? What is this, right? Let me identify it. And as you're doing that, you're getting more nauseous and nauseous as you're working with the medicine and then you purge. And so it's that release of what doesn't serve you. Um, you drink a lot of water beforehand and the frog kind of goes into your body and activates. You can feel heart racing, tingling, shaking, tons of nausea. Your face gets very puffy sometimes, you know? Sounds amazing. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's intense. Yeah, it's intense. But um, it can also be very gentle and very sacred. And um, yeah, so that's that. It's like a physical body experience. And ayahuasca is different. Ayahuasca is a psychoactive, so it creates visions. Some people say trips. It's a vision. It's a sacred vision from spirit. And um, those things all mean something. And so you're, as you're getting these visions, you're studying it, you're working with it, you're asking it questions, you're talking to the spirit of ayahuasca while you're in this uh, DMT activating experience. And DMT is a molecule that uh, is created through this medicine work in your body. And um, it's also too, your body has the highest percentage of DMT in it when you're born and when you die, which are the most sacred moments of our life, right? They're the essence of being alive, birth and death, right? So um, you're going to that place, that really sacred creation place and you're healing. You bring a prayer every time and you do your work. And it's amazing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. How, if someone listening was interested in doing it, um, I know it's a loaded question because it depends on where they are and where they want to travel, but how would, what would you say to that? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, so my advice is to hold a strong prayer and to start immersing yourself in communities where you feel the most uh, spiritual support because oftentimes those are the places where these people are. And it's really good to hold that prayer. There are places that you can Google and look up and find outside of the United States. You know, Costa Rica has some really good options. Rhythmia was where I went to start. Um, I don't, depends on what, everybody's different and needs something different. So, you know, it really is a person by person basis, but um, yeah, holding that prayer and, and just being mindful that like when you're ready for the medicine, it will appear. Oftentimes you're invited, you know, something like that happens. So you can hold that prayer as well. Um, but yeah, healing is our birthright. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it is, it's our divine birthright and we need to embrace that inner tiger. Like we've talked about and just like roar it out and just fight for it and, uh, claim it you know, like you're doing, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the truth is I want to talk to you for like 14 hours, but <laughs> I know, I know. I think this is a good time to end this. We'll do a episode. Part two. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Yes. Well, thank you so, so, so much for this. Um, I know I, I know this is, this honestly, to me feels like the beginning of the next chapter of my life. Just this conversation. Really? Um, like I told you before, you know, today's been rough. I've been up since 2.30 AM with a screaming child, you know, and, 
and just, it's been a rough day. And I was, you know, I was like, but I'm going to record this podcast today. (laughs) And I feel so good right now. Like, I can't even tell you. (laughs) I'm really happy to hear that. I mean, yeah, it's an honor to have met you. Like, I hope we stay connected because this is, you're such a beautiful sister and like, have such an empowering, beautiful journey and anything I can do to support. I'm always here. Oh, yes. I feel the same. So of course you're, um, we're going to definitely stay in touch and we will do a part two one day. So (laughs) awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of my inner tiger. Before you go, I have a free gift to offer you. If you're anything like me and struggle with overwhelming feelings of stress and anxiety on a regular basis, I invite you to download my freedom in five formula, where you'll discover how to change your state in less than five minutes. This is my beautiful gift to you and cost $0. So head on over to myinnertiger.com forward slash freedom to download this now. Also, if you loved what you heard today, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes so I can keep the ball rolling. And finally, if you're not already, come follow me on Instagram at myinnertiger for more juicy goodness and fun inspiration. I can't wait to connect with you there. Now, my dear friend, go out into this world and create some magic. I'll catch you on the next episode.